much Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man It's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind In Atlanta, in New York, trying to build a shot Real talk, these days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zone, it's a four-hour layover Fifth out, hot bloodshot, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever One source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question And all I see is beef 
Mic check. All right, so I want to welcome you to another episode of Foundation. Oh, chopping up. Ooh. Hold on one second, y'all. Difficulties. Give me a second. Welcome you to another episode of The Foundation Here on High Frequency Radio Network I'm your host, So L <clears throat> Excuse me And it's great to have you here On this episode of The Foundation Foundation where we understand incorrect information Incorrectly applied can get you hurt Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt Always looking to apply correct information correctly. So, with that being said, I would like to first and foremost say all honors, praises, thanks due to the Creator and the ancestors. For without them, we would not be here. I definitely want to say peace, big up. Shout out to my big brother, Yusuf L. High Frequency Radio Network Creator. Extraordinaire SBC University You know he does his thing He's all over YouTube He's been doing this for a long time 
And, you know, I feel honored to know the brother personally and, you know, call him a personal friend. But he's a hard worker, and my man is a, is a walking library, law library, all types of stuff, man. And I can't show respect enough for this brother. So publicly, as always, as you know, I give a shout-out and salute to the big brother, Yusuf L. Because if I didn't, I'd be um, a B-A-N, which is known in the streets. Y'all can figure that out. I do want to say, um, you know, welcome to the foundation.com. It's up and running. It's all right. You know, it's what transitioned, migrated was the word I was looking for. So everything's up and running. Got rid of all the spam and stuff like that that we were getting. You can sign up for the email list. Welcome to the foundation.com. You can find the Facebook page, all the Instagram page and the Twitter page, all the, all the social media pages. <clears throat> Excuse me. PDF section is still live and in effect. We did, you know, reduce some of the PDFs that weren't relevant or germane to, you know, the foundation, the movement. But, you know, all the real stuff is still there. So I suggest you just go there and just download all them things one by one and you, so you can have them. You don't have to worry about it again. And I do make sure that we keep that updated. So, hey, it's up to you. You can make a donation. You can book a consultation all from one spot. Welcome to the foundation dot com. And uh, you know, we just hit the milestone with the email subscribers. I mean, there's a lot of email subscribers now. It's crazy. So, you know, peace to everyone who signed up for the email list. Whenever you did, I don't want to say the number because you know, I'm, I'm very humble, humbled by the number. I'm not. I'm not about numbers. I'm, really, I'm not really tricking. But you know, it's definitely significant, and I know what it means. You know, um, so peace to anyone who signed up for the email list. I do want to say peace to all the listeners, the live callers, the internet listeners, the archive listeners, podcast listeners, people listening from MP3s, you know, pirate listeners. Well, however you listening, I want to say peace to you. Definitely. Those, you know, people locked up, the incarcerated listeners, you know, to hold it down. I definitely want to say peace to all the listeners, peace to all the trustees, trustee training, you know, all those investing in their private education. I do want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private. I want to say peace, peace shout out to anyone who sent an email or well wishes, a current event, or anyone who has otherwise added to the foundation. I don't know. It's like I think was this it's 2019? It was 2017. I think it's been three years. Two years. I don't know. I have to count the books. But it's been a while, and I I really do appreciate the the support. I appreciate the respect. Um, I appreciate the acceptance. You know, I was telling Yusuf that actually this past weekend, and I'm very humbled by this experience. So with that being said, you know I do. I want to say welcome to this episode. Can I be private and yet do business in the public? You know, hey, trying to get, you know, keep it open to everyone. You know, I want everyone to be able to, you know, uh, experience and appreciate, you know, the foundation. So sometimes I get deep, sometimes I don't. You know, I guess you'll just have to wait and see. If I'm, if anybody's having issues hearing me and you have my number, you should just text me and let me know. In the meantime, I'm going to jump off into these current events. So let me jump off with this. Um, Reuters, weak U.S. retail sales, industrial output, highlight slowing 
Economy. This was put out today. This came out today. U.S. retail sales unexpectedly fell in April as households cut back on purchases of motor vehicles and a range of other goods, pointing to a slowdown in economic growth after a temporary boost from exports and inventories in the first quarter. And I was reading about that. You can't really count inventories. They already paid for that. It's just sitting there. I guess it's waiting to be sold, be sold still. Um, the moderation in the economic activity was underscored by other data today showing a drop in industrial production last month as manufacturers, especially in the automotive sector, worked off stockpiles of unsold merchandise. Growth is slowing as the stimulus from the White House's 1.5 excuse me, excuse me, trillion dollar tax cut package fades. President Donald Trump's escalating trade war with China, which triggered a steep U.S. stock market sell-off, is also seen hurting business confidence and undercutting spending on equipment. Quote, not a great start to the current quarter, end quote. This is Sal Gutierrez, the senior economist at BMO Capital Markets in Toronto. The Commerce Department said retail sales slipped uh, 2% last month. After surging 1.7% in March, excuse me, slipped two-tenths of a percent last month. Last month after surging 1.7% in March, which was the largest increase since September 2017. Economists polled by Reuters had forecast retail sales gaining two-tenths of a percent in April, not losing The National Retail Federation blamed the downbeat sales on slower tax refunds and the weather, including flooding in the Midwest and blizzards and extreme temperature swings elsewhere. Given the stock market route and cooler temperatures in May, which could have delayed summer purchases, a strong rebound in retail sales is unlikely, excluding automobiles, gasoline, building materials and food services hold on let me say that again excluding automobiles gasoline building materials and food services retail sales were unchanged in april <laughs> i like how they, you know if we if we if we take away uh gasoline building materials food services retail sales and uh pineapple juice sales uh, we can say that the rates were unchanged from the last quarter. Y'all see, y'all see how they do this? It's blatant. It's just I don't even know. It's in my face every time I look at it. But you know, the, the amount of stuff that they just slip in here is you know very interesting to me to say the least. Uh, consumer spending accounts for more than two thirds of global. Economic, I'm sorry, not global, uh, United States economic activity. So that's that's significant. So when consumer spending slows, the economy looks like there's a problem. Excuse me one second. Give me one second, y'all.
not going to blame blog talk. I'm going to blame me. While March's strong core retail sales set consumer spending on an upward trajectory in the second quarter, last month's weakness suggested a moderate pickup in spending. But consumption remains underpinned by a strong labor market, marked by the lowest unemployment rate in, in nearly 50 years. Whatever caused last month's disappointment, the general backdrop for consumers still looks pretty favorable. This is Michael Faroli. He's an economist at J.P. Morgan in New York. Continued on to say, but the quarter got off to a rough start, and we estimate real consumption was down to tenths of a percent last month. I'm going to move on. Y'all can take that however you want. I'm just bringing it to your attention. U.S. blacklists, China's Hui. I don't know how to say that. Uh, Huawei. Hui. Hui. I tried, y'all. I mean, hopefully one of those ways I said it was correct. Um, as trade dispute clouds global outlook, so the Trump administration hit Chinese telecoms giant <laughs> with severe sanctions today. I'm sorry, adding a new incendiary element to the U.S.-China trade dispute, just as Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said he would visit China soon for more talks. I can't wait till I don't have to say that name anymore. Stay Steve Mnuchin. Mm-hmm. The Commerce Department said it was adding who <laughs> I don't know technologies company LTD to seventy and seventy affiliates to a so-called entity list, a move that banned the company from acquiring components and technology from U.S. firms without government approval. Secretary Wilbur Ross said in a statement. President Donald Trump backed the decision to, quote, prevent American technology from being used by foreign-owned entities in ways that potentially undermine U.S. national security or foreign policy interests. Trump earlier in the day signed an executive order barring U.S. companies from using telecommunications equipment made by firms deemed to pose a national security risk. While the order did not specifically name any country or company U.S. officials have previously labeled Huey a, quote, threat, end quote, and actively lobbied allies to not use Huey network equipment in next-generation 5G networks. Speaking earlier in a U.S. Senate Appropriations Subcommittee hearing, Mnuchin characterized two days of high-level talks with Chinese officials in Washington last week as Constructive. My expectation is that we will go to Beijing at some point in the near future to continue those discussions, he said. He went on to say there's still a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. That will and has had implications on the market. No easy option for China as trade war, U.S. pressure, bite. Reuters. China is running out of options to hit back at the United States without hurting its own interest as Washington intensifies pressure on Beijing to correct trade imbalances in a challenge to China's state-led economic model. China said this week it would impose higher tariffs on most U.S. imports on a revised $60 billion target list. That's much shorter list compared to the $200 billion of Chinese products on which Washington has hiked tariffs. 
Washington has also turned up the heat on other fronts from targeting China's tech firms, such as, I mean, this is all over the news. I can't get away from this company name. And ZTE to sending warships through the strategic Taiwan Strait. As the pressure mounts, Chinese leaders are pressing ahead to seal a deal and avoid a drawn-out trade war that risks stalling China's long-term economic development, according to the people familiar with their thinking. But Beijing is mindful of a possible nationalistic backlash if it is seen as conceding too much to Washington. Hey, hey, I, I found this interesting. I wanted, I wanted to touch on this one. This is on CNBC. The Dow rises more than 200 points. Post the best day in a month to claw back some of Monday's drop. I don't know if y'all paying attention to the markets, but Monday, it was it was crazy. Stocks rose and kept regaining some of I'm sorry, now they re, they regained all of it back. So this must be an older... Okay. Okay, this is from yesterday. The reason we're seeing this recovery is because fundamentals haven't changed. This is Kevin Miller's CIO at Evaluator Funds. He noted the U.S. economy remains strong. He went on to say, that being said, we are going through something that we've never gone through before. This China trade agreement issue is changing investing into something more like speculating because no one knows what direction this thing can go. Greg Lukin, CEO of Lukin Investments Analytics, thinks this is a dead cap bounce or a temporary recovery, however. He said, I think this is going to last for a while, he said. This is not something that's going to be resolved tomorrow, and anybody who says they know exactly how this will play out is spinning a yarn. I've never heard that, that terminology, spinning a yarn. Only history will tell if this is a good or bad thing. So I don't know if y'all paying attention. Uh, the, the markets dropped and then they regained. Actually today, I think. I think they regained everything today. I don't know what that means to you. you know, to me, it looks like you know the markets are attempting to correct. Let me see. Which one do I want to do next? CNBC, no major U.S. company surveyed by CNBC supports Trump's call for the Fed to cut interest rates. This is on CNBC. Before the trade war took control of the markets, President Trump versus the Federal Reserve was a top battle with the ability to make or break stocks. Now, some market pundits are speculating that if the Dow dive caused by the trade war flare up between the United States and China continues to weigh on the wealth of Americans, it will suit Trump's old goal of pushing the Fed to cut rates more. But the market itself, the publicly traded companies that comprise the trillions of dollars in stock value, won't be lining up to support another Fed rate cut, according to the recent CNBC survey. CNBC asked Chief Financial, I'm sorry, asked Chief financial officers at some of the largest companies in the United States and around the world if they agree with Trump about the need to make current interest rates even lower. Not a single U.S.-based CFO agree with Trump's push for another rate cut, and globally, only 4% of CFOs took Trump's view of Fed policy. 
CNBC asked, I already said that, the CNBC Global CFO Council represents some of the largest public and private companies in the world, collectively managing nearly $5 trillion in market value across a wide variety of sectors. The second quarter 2019 survey was conducted between April 23rd and April 30th among 45 members of the council. So we don't really know who these people represent. About if the, if the trade war flare-up transitions into a prolonged trade war and causes the Chinese economy to plummet and consumer prices in the U.S. to rise so much that the pain at home is severe, a re-evaluation re- may be necessary. CFO survey did raise their view of the Chinese economy from declining to stable in the second quarter survey. However, CFO's survey by CNBC also said that ending tariffs is not necessary to end the trade war. I think that was a good point. And I think that's the reason why, if I remember correctly, that's the reason why I wanted to read that. Um, and that's that's the way, you know, these uh, entrepreneurs, I guess, uh, corporate CFOs and stuff would think. You know, tariffs aren't necessarily a bad thing unless it uh, begins to dip into profits. Of the company or the corporation And you know a lot of times The public knowing That there's a trade war going on Really Justifies These people raising prices a lot of time In the first place So If if I'm a company And you know trade wars, trade wars, tariffs Tariffs, you know are all in the news I mean you know I think I'm going to go down to you know, the marketing department or something and ask, you know, hey, can we use this to, you know, maybe try to raise prices without getting, you know, some sort of consumer backlash or something. But, you know, it just goes to show how, you know, different people look at different events differently. I got a couple more and then we'll get into the show. Let me see. What do we got? What do we got? Toyota, this is Wall Street Journal, real quick. Toyota is investing $500 million in Uber in driverless car packed. Automaker and ride-hailing company will jointly work on driverless vehicles development as a part of investment. So Toyota Maker, Toyota Motor Corp, I'm sorry. They uh, in Uber and in a part of an agreement by the companies to work jointly on autonomous vehicles aimed at improving safety and lowering tra- transportation costs. Toyota's investment values Uber at about $72 billion, slightly higher than where SoftBank Group Corp. valued the ride-hailing company earlier this year with its funding, according to people familiar with the man- matter. Um, I'm telling you, and I've been telling you all for a while, those of us who depend on making money by by driving, we need to start transitioning. We need to start thinking about things that we're going to, other things and other, you know, sectors of the economy or types of businesses that we're going to get into. Because this stuff is coming and it's coming very, very quick. The next Uber will come from the $1.2 trillion global truck and shipping industry, CNBC. One of America's enduring folk heroes is the trucker. A heroic and solitary entrepreneur plying the highways and byways, braving weather and fatigue to make deliveries. In reality, that truck driver is often a struggling small business owner, driving an empty truck nearly half the time, fighting to find business and figuring out the most economical route to the next destination. 
Trucking is a huge business, generating $260 billion in revenue in the United States, 20% of a global total of $1.2 trillion, according to the McKinsey and Company. Trucks deliver two-thirds of all products shipped each year, but the business is highly fragmented, with average U.S. trucking company owning three trucks or less. The process of getting a package from factory to distributor to customer can be fiendishly complicated, involving up to a dozen companies and a bewildering mixture of paper and digital documents. Inefficiency attracts technology. Isn't that right? So entrepreneurs and investors have leapt into the market with technology-driven solutions. Trucking is the background noise of America, said Dan Lewis, CEO and co-founder of Seattle-based Convoy, number 11 on CNBC's 2019 Disruptor 50 list. Companies like Unilever and Starbucks are moving thousands of shipments every day. Convoy offers apps that help match trucks and shipments. It enables drivers to bid automatically for loads, submit their bills, and get paid quickly. Shippers can post a job, get real-time quotes, and track their shipments. We're trying to help trucking companies and truck drivers run their businesses more efficiently, said Lewis. Lewis says Convoy's timing was fortunate when the company launched its app in 2015. Smartphones were just getting widespread, blah, 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 blah. A new transport OS for an era of trade tension. Some startups were offering a wide range of transportation services. Flexport, based in San Francisco, builds itself as a digital first freight forwarder and doesn't limit itself to trucking. The company also manages sea, air, and rail delivery and customs processing using what it calls its operating system for global trade. Uh, what do they say? Dan Lewis said the driver's role will definitely change, but don't worry, he'll be along for a very long time. I mean, sure, when, when you're talking singular, but I'm telling you what they're going to do is they're going to do fleets. You have six of these trucks, and the truck in the front is going to have a driver in it, an operator more. You're probably going to drive, you're going to be operating really the software. And then the five trucks behind that first truck, they, they're not going to, there's going to be no operator, no human in there. They're going to be connected via Bluetooth or some sort of wireless technology. I'm not playing with you. Uh, um, Amazon rolls out machines that pack orders and replace jobs. This is on Reuters. I can't believe. <laughs> wow. Uh, Amazon.com is rolling out machines to automate a job and by thousands of its workers boxing up customer orders. Telling you, the company starting adding technology to a handful of warehouses in recent years, which scans goods coming down a conveyor belt and, and envelops them uh, seconds later in boxes custom built for each item. Two people who worked on the project told Reuters. Amazon has considered installing two machines at dozens more warehouses, removing at least 24 rolls at each one. These people said these facilities typically employ more than 2,000 people. That would amount to more than 1,300 cuts across 55 U.S. fulfillment centers for standard size inventory. Amazon would expect to recover the cost in under two years at $1 million per machine plus operational expenses. Man, you see this? They're about to recover the cost of these machines within two years. And then after two years, it's like 
they don't have to pay for employees or benefits. You think they're going back to employees? The plan previously unreported shows how Amazon is pushing to reduce labor and boost profits as automation of the most common warehouse task, picking up an item, is still beyond its reach. So luckily, humans can still pick up stuff. And they can't they don't have robots doing that yet. Yet. The changes are not finalized because vetting technology before major development can take a long time. Amazon has rapidly opened warehouses across the United States to deliver goods faster, becoming a major employer. Now the retail is starting to automate a central role in those facilities. Boxing customers' orders. Man. Amazon is famous for its drive to automate as many parts of its business as possible, whether pricing goods or transporting items in its warehouses. But the company is in a precarious position as it considers replacing jobs that have won it subsidies and public goodwill. Goodwill, I'm sorry. We are piloting this new technology with the goal of increasing safety, speeding up delivery times, and adding efficiency across our network. An Amazon spokeswoman said in a statement, we expect the efficiency savings will be reinvested in new services for customers. I'm sorry, look, they're going to do this stuff slow. They're going to slowly replace jobs. Slowly, a thousand here, a couple years later, another thousand, a couple years later. The whole while, well, they're not hiring anymore. They're going to freeze hiring, and then they're going to start laying off particular, you know, uh, Uh, workers, particular, you know, man, why, why am I drawing a blank? You know, but particular staff that do particular jobs. At first, it starts with boxing, and then they're going to lay off the work because they're gonna, and they do it slowly. Why? Because there's not going to be a public outcry. If if the public gets upset and decides to no longer do business with Amazon, it will die. The whole company will die. Um, the founders and stuff like that, I'm sure that they got bread and they know what they're doing. They got people around them who are money managers and either that taught them what they're supposed to be doing or doing in form. So they, they'll be good. But the people who work at these companies are going to be out of, you know, they're really going to be out of jobs. But, you know, the company will go down. Something else will, you know, stand up in its place or a multitude of things and so on and so forth. And they know that. They know that their customers are their lifeblood. So they're going to implement these changes slowly. Mark my words. Mark my words. Ooh. See, I'm glad I did that. I just lost connection, y'all. Let me try this again. I know you probably like... He said he lost connection. How do you lose connection? But I called... You know, I, I connected as a host, and that thing was having problems. So I called in. But the host connection dropped. So I think they'll end this show if I can't pick this host connection back up. I do apologize for the dog barking. I'm 
not at home right now. All right, so we should be good. Okay, got the connection back. All right, um, where was I at? What was I talking about? I was talking about how they're going to slowly take away jobs and automate this stuff. So they're going to do it slow. They understand psychology. Y'all should look at, you know, Edward Bernays. You should look him up, Edward Bernays. He was the um, the nephew, either the nephew straight up or the great nephew of Sigmund Freud. And he dealt with uh, human psychology with regards to commercial transaction and how to get people to buy and the psychology of, of buyers and so on and so forth. Very, very instrumental to look him up, look at what, you know, what he did. But, it, you know, it's going to happen slow, you know, so... You know, definitely, I mean, pay attention, just pay attention. And, you know, get ready to transition, hands down, if you're in that sector. But other sectors are going to be hit very hard. Last but not least, Trump declares national emergency over threats against U.S. technology amid campaign against Huawei. This is a couple hours old. This is today. Uh, President Donald Trump today declared a national emergency over threats against American technology, the White House said. The move done via executive order authorized the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, in consultation with other top officials to block transactions that involve information or communications technology that pose or poses an unacceptable risk to the national security of the United States. Following the order, the United States Department of Commerce announced the addition of Technologies and its affiliates I'm going to stop saying it like that Because I'm going to get stuck saying it like that <laughs> And its affiliates To the Bureau of Industry and Security uh, Or BIS Entity list Making it more difficult for Chinese telecom giants To conduct business with United States companies The addition means that U.S. companies Cannot sell or transfer technologies To Huawei Huawei Man, whatever Huawei Without a license issued by the BIS that could make it harder for Huawei to do business, as it depends on some U.S. suppliers <laughs> for parts. President Donald Trump backed the decision, which will prevent American technology from being used by foreign-owned entities in ways that potentially undermine U.S. national security or foreign policy interests. The announcement has been under discussion for over a year. It comes as the United States and China remain locked in the trade dispute and could escalate tensions between the world's two largest economies. The order had been opposed by small rural carriers who continued to rely on equipment even after it was largely dropped by the larger telecommunications companies. Because it's cheaper, y'all. That's why. In a statement, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders wrote that the administration will, quote, protect America and, I'm sorry, quote, protect America from foreign adversaries who are actively and increasingly creating and exploiting vulnerabilities in information and communications, technology, infrastructure, and services in the United States. I mean, and, you know, I hear people talking about, you know, uh, the, the power grid system being susceptible. You know, I think that's a big thing. We all depend on power, man. You know what I'm saying? I know how to make a fire without matches um, and without a lighter, lighter. I know how to do that. But I know most people don't know how to do that. Um, and without a fire, son, Cause you know at night fire keeps you know bobcats from chewing on your neck at night while you're just sleeping. Let me digress. But look, you know, so 
the nuclear power plants, most states have several nuclear facilities that supply power. So, you know, that being said, I kind of, you know, I could, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm not in, in it enough to know exactly what's going on, whether this stuff is warranted or not. I just want to let y'all know that it is going on. Um, the geopolitical indicators as far as like impending war or anything is actually down right now, which is good in my opinion. But still, you know, this stuff is fermenting. And I just want to keep you all aware of it. That's in current events. So I appreciate y'all hanging with me. And, you know, of course, welcome to the foundation. If you're new in any way, shape, or form, the foundation, basically, we understand that the foundation is trust in banking. And that's where we're standing. That's where we're reestablishing. And that's, that's where we're, you know, investing our time and energy in is, you know, our understanding of, you know, private trust administration and, and of course, banking. And there's, you know, private banking and there's public banking. And that's the foundation. That's the foundation of com- commercial, you know, intercourse, commercial transactions, you know, the commercial realm. The foundation is trust and banking. I don't care what else is going on. You got corporations. I don't care. LLCs. You got not, I don't care what you're talking about. The foundation is trust and banking, and that's on the private side. Um, so, that being said, I did want to talk about can a private, can I be private and do business in the public? You know, people people be like, you know, oh, oh man, you know, uh, I wish I met you a year ago before when I first started doing this. And I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot in consultations. I wish I ran across you instead of listening to these other people and, you know, basically getting taken for all my money. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I really feel for people that are in those positions. But, you know, uh, at the same time, you know, it's it's up to us to, to uh, trust to verify. Like, I trust what you're saying, but, you know, after we leave, I'm going to go verify what you said. Like, I'm not going to sit there and, just, you know, jump on the game or, or – or, you know, go home and, you know, I don't know, shoot pool. What do people do? Drink beers, middle lights and stuff? Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go home or go wherever I need you to verify what you're telling me. I'm not just going to take your word for it. I'm going to trust you. I'm not going to call you a liar to your face. And, and I'm going to verify it. And through the verification process, I'm looking to verify in what you say. But if evidence presents itself that you are actually not telling the truth, well, then now I know that you're not telling the truth or you're either – Mistaken or in error, I'm not even gonna say that you're lying. But you're mistaken or in error, and now that I can't trust you in the future, unless you, you know, prove otherwise that you've learned. So, you know, it's up to us to trust but verify. Like if someone tells you, oh, blah blah blah, and this blah 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 and blah blah blah, like you gotta do your due diligence and verify uh, verifications as far as like what you're being told and whether or not you should listen to it. Um, and that that's just it. So, can I be private yet do business in the public? Yes. Absolutely. Short short answer. Long answer is I was I know I talked to a lot of people who feel as though you know in order to be private you know I got I'm, I'm I'm private now I'm going private or whatever in order for this to be you know a successful thing is you know you, you got to stop doing certain things like you can't participate in credit you can't use credit anymore. Um, and I you know I beg to defer you know I mean you can't use credit like. But are you using a credit profile that was built off of, you know, the individual 
or you using a credit profile that was built off of like maybe a business or maybe a private contractual trust indenture that was issued either a foreign or domestic EIN by the Internal Revenue Service and, you know, use that to do business in the public and, you know, is building credit on that entity, however limited or whatever scope that may or may not be. You know, or are you using with the individual? Or, you know, are you using a, a credit profile number? And let me, what did I do with that thing? All right, look. People, people are spooked. CPNs. You know, and, I, and you know, rightfully so, because, you know, there's people out here tripping. There's a lot of people out here tripping. There's a lot of people out here, you know, finding information and then trying to repackage it and trying to sell it as a package and, you know, tell it to people, tell them they can do certain stuff. And, you know, they do it. They trust but don't verify. And then they get into some sort of trouble. You know what I mean? So I'm, when I talk to people about CPNs or credit profile numbers, and in no way am I advocating for you to go and get a CPN In no way Because I you know First of all I can't do that Second of all I'm not giving legal advice I don't really give this disclaimer Too much But you know I'm not a lawyer or anything I can't get I'm just talking right now I'm, I'm telling you know How it is You know As far as I see it But you know People You know I see people are afraid of CPN Like nah man I'm mad Okay so this is a little thing called The Mortgage Fraud Report 2008 um, it's on the FBI.gov website. You can download it. It's, you know, it's a PDF. You can download it. You know, the purpose of the study is to provide insight into the breadth and depth of mortgage fraud crimes perpetrated against the United States and its citizens during 2008. Cool. You know, a lot of you know, like, you know, maybe you're into this stuff. Maybe you're not. I am. I definitely am. Um. So I read it. I got my hands on it and read it. I'm, I'm holding uh, a paper printout copy of the FBI mortgage fraud report. And I said that because down at the bottom of the pages, when you print this thing, it says on every single page, www.fbi.gov forward slash stats hyphen services forward slash publications forward slash mortgage hyphen fraud hyphen 2008. Straight up. But anyways, you know, hey, you know when you're reading stuff, right, you'll be reading a sentence, and they'll say something in the sentence, like, you know, you're reading a sentence, and it says, uh, the, the matter was adjudicated in a previous case. And then after the sentence, it'll have a little three at the top, like a little three, at the, like right at the, like, at the top, kind of how, like, they do the TH for 11th on numbers sometimes. It's like a little, like an exponent, how they did back in school, the nine to nine to the third power, how they put the three, it was smaller, but it was, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Well, anyways, in this report, they had a bunch of those. But if you read, if you go to the back of the report, it lists out those those numbers. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I'm reading this thing, and I come across CPNs, man. I'm not playing with you, right? So, and it said number 35. So, it's talking about FICO numbers, all types of stuff. They were tell, basically reporting on how these people were committing uh, fraud, you know, with mortgages. And maybe... The implication is this, uh, you know, led or, you know, at least agitated, you know, the housing market fraud. I don't know. Maybe I, I believe that this report was was commissioned and um, completed to help obfuscate responsibility, responsibility for, you know, the actual crash, you know. But whether or not it serves its purpose, I'm not really going to ch- touch on that. Bottom line is, is 
you know, the little numbers at the end of the sentences and you look down, you know, and you check out what they're talking about. Okay, so in this report, it says number 35, credit privacy numbers, CPNs, are nine-digit file numbers that follow the same algorithm as Social Security account numbers, SSAN, little s, SSANs, and hyphens. No, hyphen, not hyphenated. Um, what is this? Brackets. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. Why can't I? Whatever. Currently, federal law allows individuals to legally use CPNs for financial reporting and protects those individuals who do not wish to disclose their SSAN. Individuals who acquire CPNs are completely responsible for any debt they incur using this number. Acquiring a CPN is supposed to be a free service. Therefore, websites that offer CPNs for a fee are most likely scammers. And that's not true. Uh, you know, I know a friend, uh, you know, uh, a, a friend, <laughs> a friend of mine uh, got a CPN and paid money for it, but he paid money to be tri merged, uh, whatever that means. Hmm, I don't know. Uh, and then 36 Seasoned trade lines are lines of credit That are held open in good standing For an extended period of time Typically for at least two years Then it goes on and talks about the FBI Intelligence assessment and so on and so forth And blah 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 CPNs y'all I mean This is the FBI mortgage report You can go to FBI.gov You can go to Google and you can type in Mortgage fraud report 2008 FBI and it will come up and you can look at it and go to like the last two pages and look for like what is it thirty five or whatever and read what I just read. And, you know they say you're totally liable. It says you know the the you don't have to um, furnish a social security account number. And then people be like, oh, you know the privacy act and they won't let me open a bank account. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, they don't have to let you open a bank account without a social technically, in my opinion. Now, you may be able to holler at them in a certain way to where blah, 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 they do it, but they don't really have to, especially if you're giving them identification, which, you know, kind of insinuates that you're, you know, a U.S. citizen, like a driver's license or something. You can't walk in there and give them a driver's license, and they'd be like, I don't have a social, I'm an American, I'm not a U.S. citizen, I'm a citizen. <clears throat> this stuff doesn't work. But, I, <clears throat> you know, for a friend, uh, a friend of mine told me that, you know, and, <laughs> you don't have to give them the social That's what I'm saying like, So privately, you can be private and A lot of people say being private is not using the social Not using the social security credit account Or you know, however, however you want to you know, A lot of people say that and A lot of people feel you know like they're stuck Because now that I'm not using The credit profile that I'm so used to You know um, getting the free annual reports and stuff like that, and, you know, disputing the credit or just having terrible credit your whole life. Maybe the whole life your credit's been in the 500s. I don't know. But a lot of people get confused as far as, like, what am I, how am I supposed to do this? How do I do this? And I would definitely say that, you know, there are alternatives. One alternative is to use a business credit profile. But you can only go so far without a personal guarantee. How do you personal guarantee? With a social or, obviously, Maybe the feds are telling you that, you know, a credit profile number can be used in view of SSAN or Social Security account number. I didn't say that. The feds said it. 
This ain't me. This, you know, yeah, you can trust me. Trust what I'm saying, but verify it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you where you can get it. FBI. Uh, it's a mortgage fraud report, 2008. FBI. Do a search. You looking for most? I bet you most of y'all are looking at it right now. <laughs> I would. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Most of y'all looking at it right now. Like this dude, Trim. How do you? Man, I read a lot. I'm telling you, I read a lot. You should see how many court cases I've been going through in the last week or so. I keep going down and get more because I read a court case and they reference another one. I want to see it, or they cite one, or you know, um, there's there's some sort of uh, citation, other types of citation, or there's a key site, you know, or some sort of red flag or yellow flag where there's a negative treatment, and I need to read that case to see uh, what part of you know the case is. Um, that I've that I've read that I you know that I understand is being treated negatively negatively in a more recent Supreme Court case. So I, I read a lot, man. So yeah, I read the whole mortgage fraud report. I'm a super nerd like that. But you find jewels about reading. I'm telling you, you find jewels. That's why I like it. That's why I love reading. I'll never stop. And you know, I'll never stop. But yeah, I found that little tidbit. So yeah, I mean, you can you can you can be private. And do business in the public Bottom line you need to be a trustee Hands down you need to know how to Administer entities uh, And you know a lot of people Are like oh they don't want a private But you know hey you can be a private individual And be under contract through a private trust To administer a public entity <sighs> If you understand Trust administration if you understand Precedent if you understand contract Contract protections. People, oh, you know, you know, uh, you know, I got, you know, constitutionally constitutional rights. Like, okay, man, I'm gonna use this on that one. You don't have no constitutional rights. You have natural rights, natural rights that are constitutionally protected, enumerated. But I mean, you gotta know, otherwise you can't do it. So, bottom line, absolutely. Short answer, like I said, yes. Like I said, a lot of people get tripped up with the. With the with the credit, I just gave you three alternatives. You know, trust, corporation, or credit profile number. Now, if you have any questions, you can email me admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. I cannot give you legal advice. I maybe you know, I, I, it's a friend. You know what I'm saying? It's a friend. I, you know, I might be able to. I, I, I forgot. I forgot. Um. As far as like the proper administration, you know, are you going to be private? Are you going to have any um, mail, commercial mail? I think all mail is commercial pretty much. Um, and uh, received, are you going to receive or accept? There's two different two different words, two different meanings. And, and you know, are you going to accept or receive any mail at a private residence? I think that really indicates and, you know, um, really uh, you know, uh, speaks and substantiates whether or not you, you know you're actually private. Now, doing business, you know, even business credit. You know, when you're building business credit, uh, one of the negative um, factors of treatment is not having a commercial address for your business. That that looks negatively for lenders looking to extend credit. So why would you do any type of business from your actual private residence? You have to do it from some sort of commercial jurisdiction or commercial venue. Now, you can privately through your trust, you know, 
contract with different businesses or, you know, possibly even post office. Now, I know the post office, they want specific types of, you know, uh, blah, 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 identification for opening up the P.O. boxes. But a lot of people are really familiar with uh, general delivery or rural free delivery. General delivery, they'd be like, oh, 30 days, you can only do it for 30 days. I've heard that a lot. But then I actually was like, I don't think that's true. I went and got the little card that you use to sign up for general delivery and read it. And they only hold the mail for 30 days. You got to go within 30 days to go pick it up. And it's usually only one post office that does general delivery or rule-free delivery. And it's like the main office, and usually it's downtown. You can't do it at any most post offices. There's a main post office in every, you know, whatever locality. And then there's, you know, subdivision post office or something that branch off from that main one. Now, I would suggest you try if you're going to do that. But, you know, um, you can send mail for two cents between post offices. Try it. Two cents stand. So, which means if you got someone um, who's accepting, uh, you know, general delivery or doing it rule-free delivery and you're doing the same thing, it's two cents from post office to post office on the private side. I ain't giving you legal advice, though. This is what my friend told me. I'm just chopping it up with y'all, man. I can't tell you nothing. But I can't step on some toes out here, man. Pancaking them. Now, if you're looking to do some sort of, you know, um, virtual office. People say virtual office and they think, oh, man, they gonna, how they going to send me my packages virtually? That's not how it works, man. Most of the time, virtual offices are spots where they receive mail and hold it for you, and it's your virtual office. Virtual. It's virtually yours, but it's not. So you can't do business in there. You ain't got no desks in there for you. You can't use the printer. I mean, you might be able to use the bathroom if you really got to go, but there's, you know, upgrades in certain, you know, um, um, packages or memberships for these types of facilities where maybe you can come in a day or so or five days or maybe they'll give you a cubicle or maybe they'll give you your own office, but you got to pay extra. The virtual office, or more specifically, you know what I'm saying, they, they receive the mail for you, and they'll hold it for you, they'll shoot you an email, and be like, yo, come holler at us, we got mail for you. And then you can use that to build business credit, you know, and receive packages. Because a lot of times you're building business credit and you're ordering items with your business credit that you just established, they are only going to ship it to the business address. That's how they reduce fraud. A lot of people be like, you didn't send it to the business? We didn't receive it. Oh, we're not going to pay for that. People don't try it, everything. There's nothing new under the sun. And do you receive or accept mail at your private residence? I don't know. Do you consider that private? I don't know. How does that hold up in the court of law? According to your specific situation, I'm not really sure. Can you be private and do business in the public? Uh, do you accept any benefits from the state, you, any type of uh, health benefits? You have Obamacare is what it's, you know, colloquially called. you have any accounts, an IRA or 401K? Do you have any assets in, 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 you know, in that name, in the public? Is it gaining interest? Is that interest being reported? There are other things to think about. Now, you can privately do business. 
through trust. But are you actually private if you have minimum contacts with the public through your whatever you want to call it, straw man, individual, legal person, sesquade, trust? I don't care what y'all call it, man. To me, like I said, it's individual. If I was an individual returner. But do you have these minimum contacts? I mean, if you do, I don't I don't necessarily think that you can be private and do business in the public. I don't think you're private. From what I understand, technically, you got to not use a social for seven years. And after that, it, you know, it, it goes dormant or whatever. So that minimum contact is, you know, vanquished. Then what? You got a driver's license? You got a passport with the social? Have you hovered that Chris L and got your passport no social? You made any type of real separation from that, you know, any type of, you know, public. These things need to be taken into consideration. Like a lot of people think they're private just because they have their private trust state set up. You got your business trust, your asset protection trust, and your family trust. That doesn't necessarily make you private. You, specifically. You. Those, you know, uh, legal persons. Those contract entities are private, yeah. And, you know, the administration of those entities is private due to the non-disclosure within the indenture itself and the subsequent agreements between trustees and managers and agents and so on and so forth. But are you private just because you signed on to a private trust? Foundation is trust in banking. We understand that. I hope we understand that. I just understand that, you know, we're dealing with the rebirth or renaissance of private estates for our people. So the estate is private, but are you private? You have contractual protections as a trustee when you're acting in a fiduciary capacity. <clears throat> you can stand on that. You can stand on the contractual protections. In the Constitution because of your specific and direct contact contractually with the private trust with regards to non-disclosure and things of that nature. But as soon as you start saying, oh, you know, hey, you know, my constitutionally protected rights, you step outside of that contractual protection and now you're arguing. I just want to make distinctions, you know, and I know a lot of trustees check out the show because, you know, the show is kind of like a baby trustee training. But distinctions, proper distinctions, properly set, allow us to properly move. Energy wasted is frustration. Frustration leads to sometimes anger, self-doubt, self-loathing, and I don't know, uh, depression. Depression, I would say depression. Because constantly... Making mistakes when you have a pure heart is going to lead you to some sort of depression. And depression, really, in my opinion, 
is too much focus on past mistakes or the past period. And anxiety comes from too much focus on the future. But if we're not doing things correctly and properly, we're going to get discouraged ultimately. It doesn't work. Eh, throw it. Tantrum. Kicking legs and screaming and stuff. When we're reduced to our lowest form due to lack of understanding. Can I be private and do business in the public? Yes, absolutely. You can. You can. But I want to tell you, just because you got a 9-8 number doesn't make you private. You can use a 9-8 number in lieu or instead of a Social Security number. When they're asking for a Social Security number, you give them a 9-8 number. It might work. I've heard people say it works. But you call that number, and they told you, you put TR after the thing, designated trust. You said, okay. And then when they sent you the documents, if you gave them the correct address for them to send it to you, it says TR after the name. So that's unequivocal evidence that you know that this is uh, an EIN for a trust and you're using it as a social security number. So that, that, that shows that you know what you're doing, which is intent, which could be potentially criminal. Can I be private and do business in public? You have to be diligent. You got to know what you're doing. You got to be self-accountable. You know, I remember I did, I did the show... Um, the public is locking down or whatever. I don't remember what I said. I don't, I don't remember what it was. It was. Uh, I was talking about um, the IRS was shutting down the, um, um, what is it, third party in regards to the responsible party. You use the EIN to get an EIN on, that, on the website and on the SS4 that they were shutting it down on May 13th. And I, you know, I said it and I kept saying May 13th, May 13th. Do y'all know how many people call me on May 13th? Do you all know how many people actually called me or emailed me on May 13th who were trying to get an EIN telling me that, oh, I thought uh, May 13th was the last day? No. No. And then, once again, why are we waiting for the last minute? Like, people who wait for the last minute can't be private. You might be able to properly administer a private entity. Possibly. I don't know. You can't be private. If you, if you wait for the last minute, you're going to mess up. Something will happen. You can't procrastinate. Don't put off for tomorrow what you can get done today. You understand what being private is. 100% responsibility. 100% accountability. Most of us don't know what that means. I'm just going to keep it real. Most of us do not know what 100% accountability and 100% responsibility means. You're going to blame it on traffic. You're going to blame it on the cat. You're going to blame it on the dirty dishes. You're going to blame it on... You know, because someone yelled at you, you're going to blame it on, oh, I was disrespected. You're going to blame it on, I didn't know, or so-and-so told me, or we've grown adults. We don't even understand how infantile we behave, how minor we behave in our actions, expecting to get respect and all this other stuff when we don't exemplify behavior that warrants it. We have these entitlements and stuff that are perpetuated by the public, of course, because they make money off it. We walk around acting like we all this and all that when we're really ignorant and stupid most of the time. And we couldn't even pass an eighth grade test from the 18, late 1800s. We don't understand how we've been dumbed down over generations. Being private is a big responsibility. Legal avoidance of taxes is a big responsibility. 
private citizenship, you know, um, non-citizen, national, whatever you're talking about. It's a big responsibility. You need to be able to stand on it on your own. And so, you know, I send you something in the mail. You send me some money, some Federal Reserve notes or something. I send you just something in the mail. You pop it in the microwave for 15 minutes, take it out, and your life is private. No. People who ask me, can I be private and do business in the public? And the first thing I want to tell them is you need to study some more. The actual, you know, the specific, definitive, actual construction and framework of that question leads me to believe unequivocally that you need to continue in your studies. It's amazing the questions I get. I don't feel like I'm getting jilted, though. You know, I think a lot of people at this point in their so-called career of being woke, who knows what people, what do you, I don't even know what people call me. My name is so L, though. And I'm seeking it, and I'm speaking that truth. But, you know, you get, I get, you get to a point where it's maybe a little repetitive, but it's, it's really almost partly embarrassing. At the type of interactions that I have sometimes, it's 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 it's, it's flabbergasting. It's it's um, not even it's not even humorous. Almost um, unprecedented that people would make donations of thousands upon thousands of dollars and never call, never ask questions. Never email, never say, hey, man, I, you know, I was thinking about doing this, and blah, 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 blah. Being private is being responsible. That's basically what I'm trying to get across, the biggest thing. Being private is being responsible. Oh, the dude, you know, I trusted the dude. We went out to drink, and we had some drinks, and we was having a good time. And, um, you know, everything was cool. And then, you know, I brought him to my house, man. I fed the man and and gave him some food and, you know, and, and ran his bath. And, man, he not only did he sleep with my wife, but he stole my silver. You mean to tell me you, you, you had drinks with this dude? You spent all this time with this guy. Then you invited him in his house, in your house. And you didn't pay, what, would you leave him unattended? And he grabbed your silver and he slept with your wife, man, you're an idiot. A lot of people say things, man. They tell stories and stuff, stories of woe, to solicit sympathy. And in the overall parlance of this story it really manifests ultimately to your own lips that you are actually not very smart or you do not make smart decisions and in your attempt to gain sympathy or some sort of favor you really just embarrass yourself with your own mouth because you're not 100% accountable and you're not responsible and you don't see that No, you don't know what you don't know. 
And if you're going to be private, you have to be responsible. I'm private. One of the things with me about being private, which is contentious to some people, I'll run a red light. I will run a red light. I will run a stop sign. I will run. I feel I was in the, I was in the islands and the homeboy in the island. I was sitting at the stoplight when nothing coming. And my man said, oh, you listen to the robot. Tell the, let the robot tell you what to do. Change my whole perspective on everything. Like, you damn right, there's a robot. I'm a human. I got I got consciousness of self. That lamp post don't got no consciousness of self. I can determine, I can judge distances. I can do complicated math formulae. I can create art and stuff. Man, why am I sitting here listening to this robot? Got to be responsible. So if I'm going to be private and exercise my private rights, and run this red light, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to look multiple times. I'm going to use my ears. I'm going to roll the windows down. I have very good hearing. And there's a certain distinct noise that is made from tires going across asphalt. And I'm listening for that. Because if I'm at a stop sign or a stop light and I hear that, that means, you know, the, the, the traffic coming towards me is stopped too. So I shouldn't be hearing nothing. I'm looking, I'm paying attention, I'm also looking for police. And if I do get pulled over, I ain't finna argue with these fools. I ain't finna tell myself either. You know why I pulled you over? You know, you know that's a that's an offer of telling yourself when they ask you, you know why they I pulled you over. I'm not gonna be confrontational. I know that's one of you know the uh Repercussions, potential repercussions of me not listening to the robot. I finish. Oh man, I don't know what you're doing. Why you pulling me on, man? I, ain't, I don't know. I don't see that as being responsible. I don't see that as being accountable. Now, if I didn't crash into anybody, um, destroy any property, or hurt anybody, I mean, we can handle this with paperwork. I'm not tripping. But if I'm accountable and responsible, I didn't hit anything. I didn't hit anyone. I didn't hurt anyone. I may have startled somebody. Whatever. Nothing happened. And that's just me, you know. But that's, you know, an example of responsibility and accountability. You can't be out here doing stuff just because you think you need to do it. And not be responsible for it. And then, you know, thinking of some type of, you know, scenario or story in your head. And just because it works in your head and it makes sense, you want to spout that off to someone else and expect them to eat it like it's all good. And not look at you and not try to call you on it. And you get mad and coming at me and stuff. Like, I don't have interactions with people like that. I'll agree with you. Like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm tripping. Let me call you back and never talk to you again. I don't play that game. I trust you shouldn't play the game either. But not only do I want you to be able to recognize this stuff in yourself, recognizing other people. A lot of people play games with you. A lot of people play games and slow down your dance, your do si because they're playing games with you. And you know, ultimately, they're playing games with them, themselves, so you can't expect them not to play games with, yourself, with you. If they disrespect themselves, you can't expect them to respect you. They don't value their time in their life or, you know, whatever, their money or, you know, whatever. You can't expect them to value those same things that are yours. And I feel like we we come into a lot of conflict and, you know, low-level type situations because we have unrealistic expectations, which is not. If you have unrealistic expectations, you're not being responsible. You're not being accountable. 
it's a crazy, weird, you know, circle of accountability. How, at least how my logic works. And I'm not the type of person you want to argue with. Like most people who argue with me will tell you that. Like don't argue with the dude. He's way too. I'm super logical. I'm a very logical individual. Pragmatic, and logical. I don't really deal with emotions too much unless I really care about you. Then I'll sit down and listen to my, listen what has to do with your emotions and to consider them. But most other times, man, I ain't trying to hear. It. We're grown. I ain't trying to hear. It. But but I don't try, I don't really try to hear, it, man. Not really. Especially if you ain't being accountable. Especially if you're not. You know what, man? I I, I fucked that up, man. I admit that, you know, I'm tripping, I was tripping, I did this, I did that, and, you know, hey, hey, I was tripping, and I messed that up, and uh, I ain't going to do that again. Then I'm going to listen to you. It sounds like that you're being accountable and you're learning from your mistakes. And anybody who's accountable for the mistakes, hey, man, I'll forgive and forget. As long as you learn, you got to deal with it again. Holla black. I don't know how much time we got left in the stream. Blog talk is being weird, obviously, if y'all checked out the beginning of the show. You might want to call in. Oh. Too late, never mind. Can't call in. We stream. Oops. <laughs> um, that was my fault. I continue to use blog talk. I can't keep blaming it on blog talk. I see Yusuf jumped off and he really don't be on here. He'd be on YouTube, but I'm not. I don't feel, I'm not, I ain't going to show my face, man. I'm private. I'm too private for that. I don't feel like, I don't. Hey, I live the life. Hey, man, I'm thinking about to go to phone. I go to phone lines. What am I doing? I was going to talk about this case, man. This case, um, uh, Evans versus Newton or it, it's, it's involving this um, This part Public and private Dealing with um, property That's in the private trust But uh, was being used For public use And they were trying to Make it for uh, Quote whites only and it, it, was, it was a beautiful case on how the justices described how they came to their decision and why. And it, it showed it's, it's beautiful with regards to public and private, and it's beautiful with regards to minimum contacts. Now, I was going to read it, but I think I was ranting or something. You know, I trust y'all got some, you know, some, some good information from the show, though. And, um,. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, maybe I'll, I'll talk about it, you know, uh, next week or something. Actually, next week I think Yusuf is coming on the show. Y'all believe that? I, I mean, he said, yeah. He was like, yeah, absolutely. He said, he, he said he'd be honored. He looked me in my face, and that's an honorable man. So, you know, Yusuf, you know, barring any, you know, types of emergencies or something like that, Yusuf will be on the show, you know, on the foundation next week. He said we can talk about whatever. And I, hey, I don't know. I don't know what I want to talk about. I don't know. You know, we might just, I don't know. It might turn into a, you know, Yusuf L answering questions and stuff. Finally, because y'all can finally get a hold of him or something. I don't know. But <clears throat> Yusuf is gonna be on the show next week. What else was I gonna tell y'all? Oh, um, passport, no social DVD. If you're interested, Chris Chris L put it down. 
on that DVD uh, webinars. Webinar is being you know sent out in the DVD if you're interested. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com, or you can go to welcometothefoundation.com forward slash education and just snatch it up. If you don't have no questions, you just want it. Um, welcometothefoundation.com forward slash education. Just grab it. It'll be sent to you. Or if you got questions, whatever, whatever, you know, you want to ch- chop it up, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Yusuf L will be on next week. Um, I'm kicking with the brother, you know. Um, he got a lot going on in his life. I'm really, you know, uh, I really look up to that that brother, man. He like my, he like the uncle I never had, you know what I'm saying? But um, we've been talking about getting into business together. He's talking about transitioning. Um, you know, I'm talking about transitioning. And, you know, there's big things coming up. So I always say, man, nothing lasts forever. And um, I can't say, you know, when things will change, but things will definitely change. So I trust that y'all are getting y'all um, y'all worth out of these broadcasts, out of these episodes. I really, I really do. And um, yeah, that's you know, that's what it is. But you should on next week. I don't know. We'll figure out. We'll figure it out. Uh, passport, no social. Email for questions. You want more information? I've been at welcome to the foundation dot com. I know I said it fast, but y'all know what it is. Um, if you just want to grab it, welcome to the foundation.com forward slash education. Yeah. I think that's about it. I do want to say that, you know, even though the United States imposed those $200 billion worth of tariffs on China, they excluded rare earth minerals. REMs, or rare earth minerals. I don't know, y'all should, y'all should look into that Look into rare earth minerals If you got money laying around in 401k or IRA Break it And look at these e-waste companies, man Look, I'm going to do it right now I'm going to do it right now Look, I'm online I'm going to Google right now, the search engine Google Google Alright, check this out um, The uh, Machine That This Assembles Assembles iPhones Right Liam L-I-A-M So y'all can search There's a a, Man There's a video Of this machine That's disassembling iPhones Man And they're recapturing all the components that they use to build these phones. And that's why they want you to trade. They'll, they'll give you certain money if you trade it in and buy a new phone, <clears throat> and so on and so forth. Daisy. They got Liam and they got Daisy. All right? I'm looking for the numbers, man. And now we're up out of here. <clears throat> it can disassemble up to 200 iPhones in an hour. It's a new one. Okay, Liam. Daisy was created with some of Liam's old parts, making it a recycled robot. Where's the numbers? Apple announces power, blah, 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 blah. Man, where's the numbers, man? I'm sorry. Hopefully, y'all are interested. Because I'm going to show you the numbers, like how much gold and silver these fools got out of old iPhones. Okay, so Apple. How do I find this? How do you find this with keywords? Apple. Uh, what do they do? 
re, uh, reclaim uh, gold silver. Keywords, man. Yeah. Silver from iPhones. Apple recovered 2,204 pounds of gold. Man, this is 2016. Yeah, I knew it was a lot. 2,204 pounds of gold. As if Apple's needed cash, the company has discovered a way to make tens of millions of dollars off of old, broken, and unwanted iPhones. And it's not just iPhones, man. It's going to be laptops, computers, you know, they, they use gold in um, RAM chips, memory chips, um, you know, stuff like that. Different components have gold and silver. Um, it's minimal as far as each component. You know, if you got like 10 laptops in, in your basement and stuff, it's going to be minimal. But when you're dealing with investments in actually e-waste companies, you might want to look into different electronic waste companies, recyclers, because they're pulling out gold and silver and platinum and rhodium and stuff. And... Man, hold on. 1.2 million phones a year starting all these various components. Prototypes are operating in California and the Netherlands. Okay, this is old. This is a couple years old. This is from 2016. Apple said it collected 23 million pounds of steel, 13 million pounds of plastic, 12 million pounds of glass, 4.5 million pounds of aluminum, 3 million pounds of copper, 6,600 pounds of silver, and 2,204 pounds of gold. Wow. E-waste companies, y'all. You got some money lying around. You want to get into the stock market. You want to, you know, play the game. Do it smart. Put your money, man, look. Mm, I love y'all, though. Let's wrap the show. Let me go to the phone line. Let me holler to a couple of y'all, man. And I'm going to get up out of here. And I'll be back next week. I think this is Mellow. Let me holler at Mellow. Peace, family. What's going on? Man, peace to the God, man. You just about name is going on, bro. Uh, man, you know, been kind of, been kind of, you know, what I'm saying, I had to jump back in the archives, you know, what I'm saying, but not, man, and pulled on another shift. So it is what it is. You know what I'm saying, uh, I'm just glad that they ain't shut that, shut that, you know, that little, that little, close that little port up on the, on their number. You know, what I'm saying, getting that in. So you know. Yeah, man, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, I, and it was so funny, it was crazy about it, well, I was going to do like others did, I was going to hit you, you know what I'm saying, but I thought about it, I was like, shit, man, I said, man, you know what, I ain't going to do that shit, man, you know what, I like, I like, I like, man, I know better, man, I'm like, look, I, I had opportunity, I had ample enough time, be real, be real with myself, like, I had ample enough time, I ain't gonna do that shit. Like I gotta tough it out. Whatever, whatever I gotta do, I'm, I'm still gonna continue to do. I gotta do it in a way. But I'm like, look at this universe working with me though. Still, you feel me? Even for the procrastinator. So you know what I mean. You gotta get this shit together, bro. For real. Seriously, I was man. um, I was gonna grab a bunch, you know. Um, right. And I was thinking about. I was talking to a partner of mine. I was about to grab a bunch of EINs, right? Because I knew right. people were gonna need them, and I was thinking, you know, commerce and stuff. But I ain't finna be selling or trying to associate any type of, um, of you know, um, price point in United right. States currency with the EIN that was issued by, you know, uh, you know the IRS. And I'm, I'm making True. money or, you know, the trust is making money off of some sort of, you know, government 
you know, um, number or something. Service. That's yeah, yeah. Size. And I'm not going to give them away, you know what I'm saying, because it costs energy, what? so I just decided not to do it. Like, I'm not, you know, I got a couple for myself and stuff, yeah. I feel you, and but you know what? On 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 the back end, on the back end, man, I just show how how good looking it is. Though, like you was, it's a thought. All things, all things begin and start within thought. You know, and it was like just for you to conjure up that. You know what I mean? It's like you know that's that 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 means something, man. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know you gotta let the other end work as well. You know we. We got to be accountable and shit. We do, you know what I'm saying? Especially, especially when we know. It's a difference between those who believe, you know, that they know, but us who actually know, been sitting down, y'all been jot down, you've been compiling notes, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you claim you know this, you've been, in, you've been studying about this, like, you know. So if you really know, you know what I'm saying, you're going to have to accept, actually, you know what I'm saying, accountability behind it, man, so... That's just what it is, but I'm still thankful though, so shit. You know what I mean? We, we in the race. We got to get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so shit, man. I know I got to run my lap. I know I got to do it, man. So, you know, it's all good. I've been, I've been playing, plotting, and strategizing on the low, though, so it's all good, though. Definitely, it's all good, bro. Yeah, man, I've been waiting on yeah. you in the private, man. I've been waiting on you, man. I, Where you at? I know it, man. I know it. I know it. I know it. I definitely know it. Then what's so crazy about this shit is I'm having convos with people at different parts, at different places. They got their own little business set up, running into little, little, you know, little, you know, females and different things. They got their own set up and just, like, asking questions about is it structured properly? Actually, they know about this, they know about that, and they don't. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like cool. They like, so shit. So you, you so in tune with this. How can I, how can I speak more with you? And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, so that's oh, what yeah, I get for opening up. You know, I just see that. You feel <laughs> me? I'm like, look at this shit. Now I got to put yeah. action behind this shit, bro. Like this is service waiting. If I was already endowed and doing what I'm supposed to be, and you know what I mean, doing and, and just really. On my shit for real, like man, this is truly a divine service that we can change people. You know what I'm saying? Conditions with we can actually open them up for generational wealth. You feel me? That's the whole point. You know, that's the whole point of the foundation, man. The trust indenture. Damn. You know, the foundation is a trust, man. So and there's a trust exactly. indenture that's executed. You know, so that's the whole point, man. Get this knowledge, we utilize mm. it. I, I was told, I told you, if he looked at you, should have saw the way that you looked at me when I said this. <laughs> For real, we, we was, he was driving we was in his car, man. We, you know, right. we were in Georgia and shit. Right, right, where right. He was going, we was just chopping it up. Talking about, like, I don't know right. what he was talking about, but I told him I was like, we was talking about life insurance because you know, there's some things, there's things that I know that Yusuf doesn't. But there's way okay. more shit that Yusuf knows that I don't. I'm just gonna keep it real. Right. There's some things right. that I know that Yusuf doesn't, and you know, um, mm. he finally started asking me about the shit. I don't know if I've been around long enough or whatever, but he finally started asking me about some shit. So he's asking me about insurance, right. life insurance. So I'm breaking it down, you know, how we use it for you know personal banking, you know, financing large um, purchases and stuff, and not going to traditional banks and you know capturing the interest that you would otherwise blah 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 blah. I talk about this all the time. Right. Right. But I, I further started talking. I was like, man, insurance is the game, and it's been around for a long time, like hundreds of years, and it's a contract. I was like, man, you know how many of us they would be shooting in the streets if they knew that our people 
were life insurance happy. You know, what I mean, you know how mm. you know how quick insurance companies would come down on police stations and shut them down, and because it's the same insurance companies that got their risk management that's just doing their bonds and stuff in the public. You know how quick right. they would stop them brutalizing us and killing us and stuff like that. It's just just less than fifty percent of us, and they, and it just got to be known that these motherfuckers be getting life insurance. You know what I'm saying? Don't be fucking shooting these right. motherfuckers. You know what I mean? They be getting life insurance. Yeah, it ain't insured, and we don't want to deal with right. you know the other precinct got shut down because you know blah 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 whatever you know what I mean. Right, so, right, right, right. Um, you should have been. This dude stopped the car, looked at me. He was like, "Man, I ain't never heard no shit like that, man. How did you? <laughs> you absolutely right. So you absolutely right. You know how you talk with that. Damn, you're yeah, yeah, right. like, tell me, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. And, and uh, like, there's so many benefits. There's, just, there's there's so many benefits to not only being properly set up, but right. understanding your options in the private. So important, you know. So important. And like you said, and I, I respect it. you. Like I'm gonna keep it real, you know. Um, you know, I'm gonna be honest with myself, and you know, that's the first step, man. Keeping it real with yourself and being right. honest with where we're deficient, so we can. Correct the deficiency because if we never acknowledge where we're knowledge deficient or anything like that, we're never going to correct it because it's never a problem. That's true. And, you know, accountability, correct. you know, being able to be accountable is a big part and a lot of people's hurdle to being successful. True. Definitely, that is you know, true. I want to tell y'all respect me, you know, at least being accountable, you know, at least keeping it real. You know, I, I can keep it real. Right. That's, that's right. It, Exactly, exactly, definitely right, bro. You definitely right. So, ah, uh, yeah, man, this shit just growing by the minute too, as well. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm unable not to sit around people who are into little entrepreneurship about opening up their own business, doing hair, whatever it may be, and then just not give them some give them a few jewels, you know what I'm saying, to carry along with it, you know what I'm saying, to enhance and better better the business, you know what I'm saying, and whatnot uh, to grow it. So. And, and, you know, they can actually protect what they're working so hard for. So, shit, you know, these conversations all are just, um, you can't be avoided for real because this would make the world go around. This is true what it is. And I, I know now I got to get on my shit because, you know, people just like now, like, shit, they engaging more. They, they like, shit, man, you got to put me on. And I'm like, damn, I got to put myself on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so shit, like shit, I don't want to be sitting up here promise you no shit. You know what I mean? Talking and then on some fly, fool gazy ass bluff shit. You know what I'm saying? And doing all that and then acting like you know, nah, that ain't what's up. You know what I'm saying? This shit's for real. This shit's serious out here. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, man, it's just like you meet some good people too. You meet some real good, genuine people who are working and trying to come from up out of the the workforce up under somebody else's umbrella. They're trying to get from up under that shit, man. And this is these some real sincere people. So it's good to do this shit because we can build together, man. You know, you got a service, I got a service. You know what I'm saying? We can do some things, you know. Shit. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is, though, man. But, yeah, got to jump on that, that passport shit, too. Got to jump on that, man. I mean, seriously. Got to. I got to give yeah. the brother Chris L, man. Sheesh. I was reading this, reading this case, man. What's the case? Dude was talking about um, how he's not a U.S. citizen. It was a tax case. They they hammered him. Oh man, what was mm. the name of the case? I can't. Mm. Man, I got all these. Man, if y'all saw all these cases, the cases I'm holding my hand right now, 
Mm. I'm trying to sift through. Um, but this dude, he tried to say he wasn't a U.S. citizen. He tried to use that. And they basically was like, we don't have any evidence to rebut that you are. You, right. you know, there's nothing, you know what I'm saying, that you are. Mm. So, I, you know, I feel yeah, like, you know, being proactive and putting them on notice is very, very important. You know, and True. I think, you know, no that that whole situation that, you know, Chris L came with is, is and I can't find it. I can't really find, I can't find any flaw in it. I really can't. Okay. You okay. I mean? That's great. Okay. So, That's great. Know, I definitely, my hat, my hat goes off to him. Like, I definitely respect that brother for what he do. You know, he's right. definitely a guy as far as I'm concerned. You know, he's out here. DVD, he's doing his dance. DVD's on deck? DVD's on deck, though? DVD's on deck, man. Put okay. it in the DVD Great. player, man. Put it in your computer I got you. or whatever. Right. Oh. Gotcha. 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 That's what's up, man. Definitely what's up. Well, it's another one. So, another brick in the foundation. You know what I'm saying? As we say always. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, man, I know I know everybody's definitely taking in, you know what I'm saying? Taking in these jewels and shit. And definitely, uh, you know what I'm saying? Giving thanks and applying it properly. You know, the truthful way, if you're really thankful, you're really thankful. I learned if you're truly thankful, you take take the shit and apply it, man. Better your life. You see what I mean? So I need to be truly thankful. You know, so yeah, uh, but it's what it is, man. It's another one. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go back in the archive, too. I got to go back. You know what I'm saying? I got somebody that's supposed to be tuning in, too. So possibly listening while we, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we are on the line. So yeah, it's what it is, man. What it is, another one. So, give thanks to the forefathers, foremothers, ancestors. You know what I'm saying? The creator. You know what I'm saying? And also, you know what I'm saying? The ones who are here today doing the work, such as yourself, bro. So I uh, keep it up, indeed. I'm gonna hit you in the private in a minute. Peace, peace and love. Yeah, definitely, family. Peace. Appreciate it. Indeed. Talk to you soon. Peace and love. Yep. All right. Um, somebody texted me. Why why would people be Man, you know I'm doing the show, man. It's cool. It's cool. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. All right, oh I think this is my guy Brian from the Bay. I ain't talked to this guy in a while, man. Hey, Brian from the Bay, man, is that you? Yes, indeed. How you doing, man? Hey peace, man. How you doing? <laughs> Well, after what Melo said, because I was in the same uh, same boat and been dealing with a bunch of stuff, and I was like, "Oh crap, I missed the opportunity on the on the you know and all that." And I was like, "Well, all right, well, you, you know, you got to deal with it, you know, keep on doing it." So I thought I was in the same boat. I was like, really, you know, I knew the thirteenth. So I was doing all this trying to handle stuff, and you know, and you know. Only person you can blame is yourself, so I couldn't be like But it's funny how you said that. It's that people, so funny how many people miss that. Like, I talked about that for, like, two months, man. No, you, <laughs> were, you were right. But the thing was, to me, it was just like, I, was, I guess that's on me, because I was worrying about that. You thought you worried about stuff that you shouldn't be worrying about. You know what I mean? You weren't about, like, looking. Because I was worrying about, like, you know, uh, you kind of you kind of coming in low. You want a Bluetooth or something? I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, you kind of coming in low though. Is it better? Yeah, a little bit. That's a little better. Yeah, man. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's doing that, but uh, 
No, yeah, I don't have the same one. <laughs> no, I love you got a fan one, on or something? No. Sound like a helicopter back there. Hold on, let me see, bro. You know, these smartphones, man, they got, you know, ex- exquisite. Can you now? Yeah, these smartphones got luxurious microphones, man. They pick up everything. I don't know what, you know what I think it was? Can you hear me now? Yeah. What it was is something I, I think I... It don't no matter, toys, man. Right? It don't matter, man. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Oh, but man. anyway, yeah, man. Like your whole you, thing, you, you missed it too, man? <laughs> Yeah. I don't mean to lie. I'm just, you know, this is one of them things. No, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> you know, hey, it is like it, it is what it is. Because the thing was, I was like, oh, I was expecting something to come in. And I was worrying about some other stuff. And then, boom. So it is what it is. But the only thing I was going to say is like, yeah, you know, you, you know, I can't come up here and be like, hey, you know, man, uh, you know, like you said, you have to be responsible for what you what you do and what you what you put out. And like you said, a lot of people, I think, because they've been taught in these these uh, I guess you could call them schools, but these places where you know you don't we don't take a lot of responsibility for ourselves. You know, you think nah, you, you I ain't gonna blame on those damn schools. schools. I ain't gonna blame on schools. It's, it's parents. <laughs> we saw our parents not take responsibility for that shit. And we, we started doing the same shit. Or people who was raising us or our friends or just felt better. I would just say mostly it was parents. Parents. All right. I, I, can, I can get with you on that. But but I parents. Most niggas love their mama and their daddy, so they want to say that shit. And they want to spite me or something. Oh, no. But, man, damn all that. <laughs> damn all that. <laughs> it's parents, man. But see, the reason why. But listen, this is my this is my this is the reason why I said that. Because who taught them? And then who taught them? If you keep on looking... They got popped by somebody else. That, I mean, that's, 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 non, that's some simple-minded right there. Like, look, it's like, who taught I'm you? Not, oh, what is, are you, are you private? Are you private? You're giving excuses. Like, I know people love their parents. I'm not trying to give excuses. excuses. I'm just saying people who don't taught you to do something. Your parents I mean, taught I probably, you, though. I mean, I started learning myself because I'm just, I never. Okay, then. You taught yourself. Yeah. But, see? But, but the thing is, I be feeling like, because. I never fit well in the school. You get what I'm saying? So I didn't trust the system. Well, I know people who trusted, it, and even my family, and I tried to tell them certain things, and they like, they just like, well, this stuff has already been going. Why would you think this is wrong? You get what I'm saying? And I can't, you know, that's on them. But I'm, I see people trusting the system because they fit okay in it. You get what I'm saying? Because they got, they got used to doing it. Well, I never really fit because I was never really good at school. You know, I wasn't a great, uh, uh, you know, reader, so it kind of made my. I was able to pass, but I wasn't. I just never trusted it. <laughs> so I've always yeah, I mean, been questioning stuff. Either way, you know, uh, those of us who break, who break that, you know, multi generational fog, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if you want to, it's kind of your right to, you know, look upon those with maybe a little criticism. But at the same time, you got to understand it was a different time. You know, we got the Internet. How many people would have all this information if it wasn't the Internet popping right that's now? What, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, this, this, you know, and that's being accountable and that's being responsible. Yeah. You know, it's all about, you know, you got to take into consideration both sides of the ledger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get so what I had you're to saying. saying. I, I get it. 
conversation. I had the same conversation because my, my one of my cousins who older than me, and he was like, man, he's a because he started in all this stuff. Like, man, he's like, it's just crazy because he said I didn't. You know, and that, but he, I understood because he was in, like you said, in a different time. He said, because I wasn't taught this. He said, I was always believing this and that. And he said, now, he said, I'm looking at all this information. He said, y'all got this internet. And he's like, man, it's just like, you find anything. And he said, you know, I wish it was when, back then. But he said, I'm just doing, you know, he's doing what he can now. So, you know, the only thing I was going to say is, yeah, you got to be, you got to be responsible for your actions. So, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> I just like how you was laughing. You're like, bro, you too. <laughs> <laughs> man, it was funny, man. I got so many calls on Monday, man. Like, hey, so how you Why? doing? Hey, how you doing? And then they they just segue into this damn EIN shit. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Look, once I saw it, like, oh, oh, I'm not about to call. Look, I knew that. Like, why would I call? What, 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 what you do? Go make a match. You know what, bro? Look, this is going to be like, what people gonna be like, you know what, bro? I got you covered. You go to his website, boom, 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 boom. That's what people thought. Like, it was some magic key or something. Like, no, bro. I told you, like, hell up. How many, how many, how many red signs I got to give you? How many flags I got to give you, man? See, that's what you Man, doing. I'm telling you, the show corpse, the prices for them show corpse is about to go up. There's going to be idiots out here selling the EINs, too, man. Some of these cats are smart, and I bet you a bunch of people grabbed a bunch. I got seven. Mm-hmm. I have a lot, but I ain't selling none of them. I ain't getting rid of none. No, of them. you're right, bro. Now. Hey, hey, you smart. Ah, Don't son. do that, man. Ah, son. Like, like, no. Hey, but no. <laughs> Not because I don't, I'm, I'm afraid of some sort of no but type of repercussions. It's because, man, this is all. This is, <laughs> I got to handle my no, but, state, man. You know. <laughs> look, that makes sense, man. You got to Yo. do what you got to do, bro. Yo, people. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like, it'd be different. I, I wouldn't be laughing, and it's not. I'm not laughing because I'm 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 happy because people missed out. I'm laughing no, at laughing the irony get... of how much I was talking yeah. about it. And people still messed it up. Like, damn, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I love. I got you. I love y'all. I'm, I'm still, man. I respect. I love, it, man. You know, it's just hopefully, you know, hey, we, either it's a blessing or a lesson. So hopefully, it's a lesson. Look, and, you know, man, we can't just be doing last minute stuff. Look, the reason why I said it because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't nothing. I wasn't going to come in. I could have not said it at all. You know what I mean? I could have been yeah. like, oh, you know. But but it's honest for people to hear, you know, you know from this stuff. And it's like, I knew about it. But I was, and that, that's a lesson on me because I'm worried about the the little bit of these stupid FRNs where I shouldn't have been worrying about it. And that's what I was worrying about. You get what I'm saying? So that's on me. That's a lesson to be learned, or or I might have to do like you said, find somebody who's do for me. You know, hey, use your you use your social so I can get this. You know, so it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, give them bucks. bucks. Write a contract to give them hundred bucks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It is. It's not. It's not impossible. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not. If you got a CPN, right give give them hundred bucks. You got a CPN, and then go open a bank account. You know, use the CPN. Ah, you know, you still private. <laughs> ah. But uh. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not impossible. You know, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's it's gonna make it more difficult. You know, I got it, man. But my point is, it's got it. Look, I don't think I'm thinking it's gonna be some. You know, for these other people, they got there's a there's a they got to be a door. But like you said, I can see that's their door. It's I have to get somebody else to do for me. So that's their little um, way of doing. Yeah, it. But I, anyway, I, I know I know cash that was taking people like. 
I don't know in person, but I heard multiple times from multiple different people that these, you know, this, these cats was uh, going to find the homeless people, getting them. I was thinking the same thing. Getting them, getting them like business funding for like 10 G's or like 50 G's, having them personally guarantee all this shit, and then uh, take all the bread, give them a thousand dollars or something dumb, five hundred dollars, and then take all the bread and, and you know liquidate all, like all that. that. Man, I've heard, man, there's some swindlers out here, man. I've heard some swindler stories from people, people call me, consultations or whatever. I've heard some stories make me want to cry for some people. I feel so bad for people, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, yeah, when you get, you you know, call me, get what you come and someday, you know, sooner or later you will. But yeah, no, that's all I was saying. And then like for me, I don't think that's all I was saying. I'll leave it to this. Maybe you want to talk to somebody else. It's like you was talking about the whole, um, how you was like, oh, yeah, studying, right? You know, really doing that, and people got to understand that because, like, me, I even admit it. Like, I'm not the, at the time, I was like, bro, this is, because I've never been really great at um, at reading. So it's like, I, I read stuff, but I never read it like that. Now, I'm like, I got to teach myself this muscle that I never blessed before because I was never really that great. And it's like, oh, you got to read all this stuff, I'm like, damn. And then, like, me, I'm an audio person because I like hearing stuff more. So sometimes I'll be, you know, I'll say I'll listen to a lot of information. I was like, you got to read it too. So, you know, I was just telling people, you got to find ways to do it because, you know, like one of the ways I kind of do sometimes is use the, the readers, you know, how you, you know, get the one on, you know, online on your app or, you know, app, have the stuff and then read and follow along as a reading out loud. So, it kind of makes it, you know, I'm still doing the thing, but it's like it's helping me because I'm listening to it and reading at the same time. So I'll just, you yeah. know, for anybody who has a problem, there's no excuse. You just got to, you know, put in the time and do that because I'm, I'm like, damn, I'm listening to you. like, man, I read these all the time. I'm like, man, I've been trying to read these uh, cases. I'm like, man. <laughs> man, I got so, stacks of cases, man, from, from look, status. Yeah. From status to trust to banking, I got some cases on it. Instruments, all types of stuff. Oh, uh, my man dropped off. Ooh. Well, it was good holler at you, family. Um, you know, uh, you know, good chopping up with you, man. You know, if you did the archive or something, you know. Um, I wasn't laughing at you specifically. You know, it's just a situation. Seven one eight eight zero nine two, and I'm out. Seven one eight eighty ninety two peace. Hey peace, so L. Um, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm alright. Um, did you understand um the phone, the message I left you before? Because I feel like it's a disrespect for me to only talk to you two times a week, you know. So I, I feel I have to call you all the time. Other than two times a week, you know. Oh uh, no, nah, I got that message. I appreciated that. I was just traveling this past weekend. I was um, I went to go see Yusuf. I went to go okay, see Yusuf good, and good. stuff, and then I had to yeah. I had meetings. I had some meetings in Atlanta. Um, but uh, I look, and then I was kicking it with Yusuf. So yeah, I'm looking man, forward to seeing him. That, I'm looking forward to seeing him pace back and forth again. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know how he talks, um, pays back and forth, and he's telling like, you know what he's been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about that? And, um, you talking about when he, when he? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. In Jersey. Seminar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
But um, can I drop some jewels for the um, soil? Drop the jewels, man. Okay, like um, one thing, the first three letters of that nine digit, you know, um, that tells what state um, that the socials were um, created in. Yep. And and then and then from there, like um, a child where nobody, the child have never applied for anything. The social, if they don't know about it, that's like a child. So um, what you got to do, you got to apply for something and, and get turned down to make it come alive. So once you um, apply for something, you create your own CPN. When you, when you create your own number, you create your own number, right? It's the um, first three numbers in the state that um, it was issued in. Um, and then you can create the other numbers, but you must have the first three numbers from the state that you're from. And then you have to apply for something get turned down. A lot of good things to apply for is like an auto loan. And when you apply for the auto loan, you get denied because they don't know about you. So you got to bring that number alive. So once you bring that number alive, and then they go through the three, um, um, Trade lines, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experience, you bring it alive, and then now they have record of you. They have knowledge of you. So you out there. They're aware of you. And then from there, um, then you take it from there. But you have to bring that number alive. So that's how you can create a CPN number while paying for it. You know? But it has to be um, from the, um, the first three numbers to stay. It must be I'm from the state where you're from. And every state has um, a number, the first three numbers, and then the rest of the numbers you can do on, um, make, just make it up. But once you apply, they'll turn it down. But um, anybody who want to use it um, badly, you're just, making up, you're just making it bad for everybody else who wants to do something good, good with it. And eventually, uh, sometimes, they will um, combine um, your real social with your CPN. You know, a lot of sometimes they catch up with them. A lot of times they catch up with them. So um, it's not good to even want to go there. But you don't have to contract with them. You know, anytime you don't have to contract with them, that, you know, if you don't remember whatever, they can't say that, you know, it's you if you don't remember. But, but that's it. That's the view I want to drop. But, you know, um, all the ones who are out there doing something good, don't make it, don't make it bad for the ones who are doing something good. This is a platform for all of us to, you know, um, to elevate, you know. This is not for us to, like, you know, pull people down like crabs in a barrel. You know, you know what we're doing on, the, on this side of the foundation, we're building. And um, another thing about the foundation, uh, yeah, we're building. And hopefully um, nobody will pass 45 years of age in the future, you know. Once you get out of high school at 18, give them 20 years. Because they say in a few more years, ain't going to be no social, right? There. Ain't no going to be no social security. That's what they're talking about, right? So? Yeah, I think they said something like 2025. It's not, you're not going to get full benefits after 2025. Um, like that. Yeah, they have I mean, a lot of jobs. That, but it's not going to be full. They run it out. They they they, they just disclosing yeah. that it's, it's, it's running out. But I don't, yeah, I don't so think they you, said that it's gone and then they got this thing called a full. If you got um, banking, okay. So what you say is private banking. What else is it? Social. What you say is private banking, and it's the trust, right? So 
Uh, uh, you talking about trust and banking? The foundation? Yes, yeah. Okay, but the yes. next thing is a food a food desert. Well, a food desert is when you don't have um, fresh vegetables and fruits. That can like um, if you don't have that, that can knock off forty years of your life. So with banking and trust, you need foods in your life to expand, to teach the ones coming after y'all to um, live long and be around long enough to teach them about what you have set up for them to pass on. So eat your fruits and vegetables so you can live a long time. Because a lot of places don't have places where you get fresh fruits and vegetables at, you know? And that's why I want to say that's another, that's another part. You know, your food, you know, your finances. And when you make it big, like, you know, don't do do not do things that's like bad hood things, you know, that's going to get you taken out. If you get a chance to elevate, you can't go back and do negative stuff that's going to get you wiped out. You know, because you got a lot of guys who make millions of dollars and they, they go broke. That So, you know, a lot of times they make the money, but they don't teach them how to keep it. You know, a lot of entertainers. A lot of the athletes, they don't teach them how to keep it. So um, so we, we, we didn't get that chance to be athletes or, or certain things, but y'all keep your money and don't do things that's going to have you wipe out, you know. And when y'all make that money, make sure y'all get security. If y'all going to go out there flashing and showing everything and you want to be in the public and you're not trying to remain private, and people are going to see you because y'all work for it. You know, as they say in that rap, um, you know, um, some some people making it and Brooklyn keep on taking it. Oh, uh, you know, Bronx creating and Brooklyn keep on taking it. However you you saying, but it's not even Brooklyn taking it. There's a lot of times when you work for something, you got people who are not gonna work. They just wanna take it. So y'all be aware of that. You know, you out there doing something and somebody watching you, you know, they watching you shining, you know? You know, so y'all just be careful, you know, don't flash too much. You know, it's all it's not all about keeping up with the Joneses. You know, that's, you know, you don't flash all that stuff in, in the public. It's not for everybody's eyes. It's not for everybody's ears. You know, a lot of stuff, private, they say private, that means it's not for everybody's ears. When they say private, it ain't for everybody's eyes. So don't be flashing, you know, um, assets out there and talk about assets in the public. It's, that's supposed to be private. The same things you'll keep private but nobody can see. That's another that's another level of public and private. And that's what I have to say, so Alright, fam. I appreciate you calling in, man. You know, All the time. Um, appreciate definitely appreciate you talking that. to you. Yeah, man. And um, yo, I'll talk to you soon, man. You got my number, man. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. That's right. Peace and love, fam. Okay, so peace and love. Peace and love. Y'all need to build some credit. How about this? Before I get up out of here, I'm just going to say this, man. You know, hey, it's been, it's, it's rare where everybody stays on the line this long. Emma Streetman for almost 30 minutes. This is crazy. This is a long show. And I appreciate all the guests called in. And I appreciate y'all checking out the show, you know. Um, I, I'm Look, man, get credit, yo. Um, and the problem is we look at that credit wrong. Credit is not money. It's not money. It's, um... A means, what is it? It's a machine. How about that? Or look at the machine two ways. Look at the machine or look at it as a safety net. Emergencies, you know what I'm saying? And then pay it off. You know, maybe you can look at it money like that. But it's not something you're supposed to be using 
um, willy-nilly, like you use cash. If you're going to use credit, you got to find cards that give cash back or some sort of points or rewards. And you make all of your transactional purchases through the credit card, and all the money you make, you spend on paying off the balance. Most people ch- charge with the card and spend their money. Now they got a maxed out card, and that's not how you build a credit, fam, and they're not going to issue more credit. And eventually you can get up. I mean, people, I know people, I mean, like we, we got tens and tens of hundreds, and sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of available credit. And credit is the main component. The availability or lack thereof is the main component or one of the main components in this invisible caste system. Caste, C-A-S-T-E, caste system. It's invisible over here. In India, study India because it's all in your face. But over here, it's invisible. Or that Most people like to think it is. But credit is big. Credit is huge. And we don't know how to utilize credit. We don't look at it as a machine. And we don't look at it as an emergency. We look at it as cash or money. And that's ridiculous. Build your business credit. Build your um, personal credit. Build your CPN credit. I don't care. If you're going to be private, you don't want to use the social, fine. Get a CPN. Use the business credit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how you do it. Just, you know, every if you don't have good credit, you're tripping. The tripping is, is definitely a part of a last lasting legacy. Hands down, hands down. So, build some credit and look at it properly. It's either a machine or it's emergency funds that you use and pay down. Pay it down. Pay it down. Have some discipline. Pay it down. And suddenly you will have a bunch of credit. You can do, man, you can do things with credit. Things. You can change your life, change your quality of life with the proper credit profile or profiles. Get your credit up. You and your buddy or your sister or something, get your credit up and go get a first-time homebuyer's loan. Both y'all co-borrow. You're going to get more money. Get a uh, multi, like a duplex or something, and rent out the other one. Y'all live in the one. Roommates or something for five years And uh, let the The one unit downstairs or upstairs Let that pay for the mortgage and y'all pocket your rent That you otherwise pay at some other spot Now you save the money, you reduce your expenses You don't have rent now And the, and the tenants are paying the mortgages That Then that's based off a credit profile Which will change your quality of life Now you have freed funds up And you're not stressing over having to do all this stuff Until you can pay your rent and so on and so forth It doesn't work with everybody Some people have large families and stuff and it just doesn't work but single-family home, homes are, they're, they're, they're not good. They're not investments. They're not assets. They're liabilities, hands down. They take money out your pocket. It's, it's, it's very rare. Unless you jump in some Airbnb stuff, it's very rare to turn a single-family home into an asset, something that puts money in your pocket or, or brings money into the estate. Single families are notoriously liabilities. They take money from the, the estate or the individual or the family. Um, you know, Airbnb, you can get people in there, but I mean, hey, man, you know, that's your private home and stuff. You got strangers and people in there, but, you know, they might be fighting, throwing parties, who knows? There's a risk to that, but you can do it, um, especially nowadays. But, man, if you're not taking anything serious and you can't afford, like, you know, you can get good credit and then um, you can finance certain educational programs, i.e., trustee training. You can finance, like, man, like, let, me, let me shut up before I start really tripping. And put too much information out there, but you know, email me admin at working for the foundation.com. Trustees get access to you know a large part of my network. And if you read through between the lines of the things that I'll be saying on these shows, man, uh, 
I love y'all. I hope y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Um, reframe your negative thoughts to positive ones. You know, very, very uh, diligent about your thoughts and how you're thinking about yourself and your actions. And um, stop being so negative. Stop being so critical. And start being more appreciative. You have a lot that you just don't appreciate. We, we need to stop focusing on what we don't have and start focusing on what we do have because that appreciation for the things that we do have changes our, our mind and our energy, which attracts. Now we, then we start attracting. So do your best to reframe your thoughts and become appreciative. Invest in your private education. Work on becoming more accountable and responsible for your actions, for the things that you do and do not do. And work on building some sort of credit profile and look at it as a machine or as emergency funding. It is not money. It is not cash. It's not It's not stuff you're supposed to be paying bills with. Oh, you know, put this on, uh, you know, automatic payment, blah, 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 unless you're using it as a machine, which means you buy everything with a credit card or most things with a credit card, immediately pay it off, and you cash out the, you know, cash bonuses or whatever. You're basically making money using the credit card. But you got to be disciplined. So, you know, but it starts in the mind. So if you're negative, if you feel like you can't do it or you don't have, you're not worth it or you're not smart enough or it's too late for you, you're too old or whatever, you got to start reframing those goddamn thoughts. Excuse the language. You are your worst enemy. Your first hurdle is yourself. And if you never try, you'll never know if you could have achieved or not. So quit being scared. I got your back. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com Trustee training, consultation, whatever you need um, I'm reading court cases, hello This court case with regards to the public and private With regards to a private trust in the state If you want that case, it's called um, Evans versus Newton I got the case, I got it in the PDF I'll email it to you, just email me Hey, I want the, uh, the public versus private court case Put that in the header, you ain't got to say nothing else I don't care, it's fine I know you're busy just say, uh, just say public-private court case. That's all you got to say with me, and I'll email it to you. In the meantime, you have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Um, express love. Reframe your thoughts. Um, be appreciative. Ten things that you appreciate every single night before you go to sleep, at the very least. And, uh, you know, let's start, let's start changing our lives so we can start having changing effects and changing other people's lives. So I believe in y'all, man. Let's do this. We got it. I love y'all. Have a great week. Catch you next week here on High Frequency Radio. Peace to the God. High Frequency Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.